0: So I sat down with this when it was released. Um, However, it was like right before Halloween and I kind of put a pause on it just because I was going to get into my 31 days of Halloween horror movies and stuff and trying to stick with only talking about horror films, even though this kind of falls into that realm based on its, you know, premise and everything. I didn't feel like it was worth it. I thought, you know, keep to actual horror, scary thriller type films and save these, you know, comedy horror films for another time. And I totally forgot about it. I just remembered after coming across it again on Netflix. And I went on this whole Netflix kick and I watched a whole bunch of shit. And I'm going to do a bunch of entries pretty much just about Netflix things. And I finally got to watch this. And I, I got to say that I'm sort of a little, not upset, but I guess when you're talking about, you know, Ram Zombie putting his vision on things. When he gets, I'm guessing, any piece of material that isn't something he's already done, he's going to talk about it in the sense of its origins. And that's what this Munsters film sort of is. It's pretty much just the prequel to what the Monsters eventually became. And that's why he only casted, you know, the, the grandfather. Uh, he only casted... Um, Uh, the Frankenstein monster, and he only casted his wife as uh, the other lady who I can't remember um, off the top of my head, Lily. And those are the only people he really needed to cast, and then he just introduced this kind of world that revolved around them that, in his mind, existed, but nobody else really needed it to exist. So as, like, a prequel series, I think he didn't do too bad of a job, but maybe it's just not what everybody was expecting, sort of. You know, this isn't the most well-received of um, most Rob Zombie films. I believe it's kind of gotten people like split down the middle. That's why most of his stuff is like five out of 10, 50% on things like um, critic reviews and and aggregators like that. Uh, A lot of people have mixed feelings about it simply because, you know, Rob Zombie's comedy is usually hidden within his more serious, gory horror films. You know, you have... A lot of comedy and things like The Devil's Rejects, but it's also revolving around these people who are totally going around murdering whoever they come across, you know? You got comedy and things like 31, but 31 is a completely out-of-this-world, you know, gore-fest. And he doesn't really do straight-up comedies. And as a straight-up comedy, it's not that bad. But I think it's the idea that people were expecting something out of it because it's a monsters piece and a lot of people are like the monsters is beloved to a huge community you're talking about a show from i want to say 60s pretty sure the 60s mid 60s i'm pretty sure the monsters is from and it's just this new revisioning of the concept of you know the, the universal monsters as we know them you know you have somebody who's playing Count Dracula you have Frankenstein the Bride of Frankenstein you have the little boy who's basically the wolf man all these little things and it was wrapped around this idea of playing off what shows in the 60s and 70s was sort of like these family orientated shows but it was kind of like what the Addams Family were I want to say before or around the same time as the Adams Family I think the Addams Family is around the same time. Maybe they were all being released together. Like this was like the decade for all of these sort of cult classic, you know, pseudo gothic um, television shows that got, got people gripped and still have a lot of people, you know, as diehard fans. You know, I'm a huge Adams Family fan. I was never that big of a Munsters fan, but I know a lot of people who were. Some of them praised this. Some of them didn't. Coming from a person who was never really that strapped into what the monsters really were, you know, at the end of the day, I was okay with it. You know, I can't really say that it was out of this world as far as what you're expecting. I'm not going to say it's top 10 Rob Zombie film for me. You know, I love just about a, just about every Rob Zombie film I've seen. I have some appreciation for because he's still, to me, like this independent artist that kind of is just given free range and he's one of the few out there that people go to and they're like here take this and sort of work your magic do 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 rob zombie to this idea they gave him halloween and he blew the first one out of the water you know he did house of a thousand corpses and nobody liked it until it became this cult phenomenon that now so many people love and like appreciate as a movie and you're talking out of House of Thousand Cause it 1, rejects. One, two, three, four. Lords of Salem is five. Thirty-one, three from hell, monsters. So on my hand, I can count at least eight films off the top of my head that he's directed. Out of those eight films, he's also written them. So he's been the writer and director, and I want to say, for the most part, the producer. Of almost every film he's ever done. And not many people in the industry get that. Very few people are allowed to do all three of those things. Mostly it's a combination of two. And anybody else is very few and far between. It's becoming a lot more common now. But you're talking about he's been around since 2001. You know, 2000 2000 in general. Like, he's been around for a long time. Not just as a musician, but as a filmmaker. So... When you consider that he's been around for this long period of time doing these films, doing at least a hand, two handfuls of films, and he's gotten the opportunity to just write and direct them all, you gotta give respect for that, because this is just his vision and he's expressing that, and really, you could say... That there is something to appreciate just about that. About this being one person's vision that still pays homage to it. Because he does pay homage to what the Munsters kind of held dear to themselves. And that's the comedy aspect. It very much is this this wacky sort of you only get it if you were a Munsters fan type thing. If you went in there as a Rob Zombie fan, you're not going to get this film. If you go in there as a Munsters fan, you're probably going to get this film. I went in there as a Rob Zombie fan watched it as somebody who understood the monsters, and I found an appreciation for it. But again, it's not like the best. Out of his eight, this is definitely eighth, you know, from all of his films that he's done. If it's eight, I can only count eight off the top of my head. I know I'm probably forgetting one or two of them. But let's say out of 10 films, if there was a top 10 Rob Zombie films and he's only done 10 films, this is number 10 to me. But I'm not saying it doesn't belong on the list at all. Like, if he did 15 films and I was doing a top 10, this would still be number 10 for me. It's bottom of the barrel, but it's still decent enough to show appreciation to the man who kind of gave it to us and showed us what he thought would be a good idea for leading into this new new idea of what their sort of backstory was or what their backstory is in his mind. And I got to say one thing. I gotta, I don't remember the name of the the guy who played um, the actual Herman Munster. But he was tremendous. He is so good at being Herman Munster. I don't remember what his name was. But I know that when... Um, uh, I can't pronounce his last name all that well. But Fred Gwynn, I want to say it is. Or Fred Guinea. I, I can't pronounce it right. Maybe I should look it up and make sure I'm pronouncing it right because I actually do appreciate him as an actor in and of himself. He's been in so many amazing films and TV shows outside of The Munsters. The Munsters was just kind of this thing that he also became very popular for, but he's been in the ind- he was in the industry for 30 or 40 years before he passed away in the 90s. I'm pretty sure it was sometime in the 90s he passed away. You know, most people may or may not even recognize him. As being the judge in the film My Cousin Vinny. Which I think was his last role. But he's also the original neighbor in the first Pet Cemetery, The adaptation of um, um, the Stephen King uh, story. Uh, he's in... He does The Monsters*. There's another movie that I know him from. But I can't think of it off the top of my head. It doesn't really go to the frontal lobe of my memory. Like My Cousin Vinny and Pet Cemetery does. Um, but this guy who they got to play him does it so well. It really is just a piece of Marvel to just see that this is just another one of those diamond in the rough actors that was found able to, who was able to play the role of somebody who wasn't him and make you believe it was 100% him. I fully believe that I was watching, um, Fred Quinn, when I was watching this dude as Herman Munster. Does he look a hundred percent like him? Probably not to a lot of people, but it's all about like how he's portraying the character. And I thought he did a tremendous job. Tremendous job. Truthfully I don't know why, you know, I'm again it's Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's doing the same thing that friggin' Tim Burton does and all these people do. They're giving their wives roles and shit. I'm not saying I'm not a fan of Sherry Moon. But you probably could have gotten somebody better to do Lily. Just my opinion. You know, I love Sherry Moon. I love all the roles she does in all of the Rob Zombie films. But, you know, maybe somebody different. You know, that, that's probably the only gripe I have. I don't think she was that good. But again, I, I don't know if maybe there's people looking at that going, you know what, yeah, she played a great um, Lily Monster. Maybe they are. But all in all, you know, you have to show some appreciation to this because it is it it is good enough for what it is. The Monsters was nowhere near this top charting TV show. This is it's a show that has this cult following. So when you're talking about cult following and you're talking about who to get to kind of play that role, who who did who better to get than Rob Zombie to kind of play the role of turning a cult follow TV show into another part of his portfolio and you know kudos to him for giving it the shot not you know knocking it out of the park but knowing it's there you know the first monsters movie and rob Zombie gets to hold that mantle forever you know i don't think there's ever been a monsters movie and i don't think there's probably going to be another one unless he does a sequel and he now has that mantle so if he does more Kudos to him. I don't know where he's going to go with it if he doesn't start involving the actual characters that a lot of people probably wanted to come and see. But maybe he will. Who knows?